No, because he has claimed every club that's not well, Arsenal no, or Liverpool. He, he just he likes certain guys, which I get. I, I get. Listen, him. he's a little bit of a. But what, what do you call that guy who Fair goes weather. after Waffler? Yeah, yeah, yeah all not, these things are true. Milk toast true. is he a little bit of milk Listen. toast? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> milk toast. Alright, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Chesko. I have only a little bit to be angry about in the matches that we have left to cover this week. Good. Okay. We'll get into the remaining seven matches, although we're recording this on Sunday night, before Huddersfield and Fulham this on, is purpose. True. on Monday afternoon. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. We're assuming there's not going to be a lot of fantasy relevance in that match, even after it's played. And so uh, we're going to cover... Billing might have a hat trick. <laughs> Anyone can score on Fulham. True. Actually, he's exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to make a prediction that Philip Billing is going to throw in a goal he on might. a full yeah, defense. That could he be. absolutely might. That could happen. And I can just hear all the referees who are listening be like, that's not legal. You can't do that. Listen, if Sadia Mane's goal can be ruled out, if Jamie Vardy's goal doesn't result in a penalty, oh, which we'll get to. Don't even oh, man. get me started. Listen, anything's possible. A referee could miss Philip Billing throwing in a goal. That is fact. Yeah, because apparently Other it's easy to miss things. Miss That's things. exactly right. Let's get into the matches that happened, shall Yay. we? Yay. Into the matches. Wolves 2, Spurs 3, a pair of Wolves penalty kicks make this one interesting late, but Lamella... Lucas Mora, Harry Kane, give the Spurs the points. Scott, while you were gone, Lamella is now named Pamela. Yeah, I heard that. I feel like it fits him perfectly. I love Eric Lamella and how good he's been playing. Eric Lamella's been a stud. His last four, 1-11, Yep. Yeah. But, Which is okay. But he's well, the two, bringing... and of course the two was against Manchester City where it was his miss. That, uh, that that changes that changes his three week he, pr- pr- outlook there. He won the wasteful player of the week. Yes, award. he did. <laughs> because of that, I mean, it was a sitter. Right. No, but he's just been he's been very good. Lamella and, 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 and right when Tottenham need that spark up front. Thank and, you. And he and Mora play. I mean, what a what a what a match this was. Uh, what a shocking weird match. It was shocking. Weird if you watched the first half hour and the last half hour and like cut out the middle half yeah, hour, yeah. I mean, you saw everything there was to see. I, I think the most amazing Spurs stat here is that they took 10 shots and Harry Kane had eight of them. <laughs> Mora and Lamella had, one, had the other two. The, it, the ones they scored on. Yeah. There was a desperation on the rebound. That led to Harry Kane's goal. Oh, he was he was going to put a goal in there. Absolutely right. Absolutely. <laughs> it was time. Now, let, oh, let Scott, me ask. I, I got, there's something I got to bring up to yeah. you that I noticed this past week. Okay. When I was looking at Brian's fantasy page, when I was looking at all the fantasy points he was scoring. Stalker. Yeah. He, I was stalking him. On his fantasy page, you know how you have to put like a club that you follow? Okay. Like like your favorite club? Yeah. You know what, what club is there for him? Not West Ham. Nope. Not Swansea. Nope. They're not in the... Is it Tottenham? It is 
a Spurs Tottenham Hotspur insignia. Wow. Is, uh, I've been very clear about this. He has been, but we haven't taken him seriously. Listen, no, because he has claimed every club that's not well, Arsenal no, or Liverpool. He, has a, he just he likes certain guys, which I get. I, I get. Listen, that. he's a little bit of a. But what, what do you call that guy who Fair goes weather. after Waffler? Yeah, yeah. yeah all not, these things are true. That is not milk true. Toast? Is he a little bit of milk <laughs> toast? <laughs> oh my gosh. Milk toast. Listen, I've been very clear about this. Okay. There's, there is the, the handful of teams who have a legitimate shot of actually winning the league each, each season. So why are you a Spurs fan? So I, yes, very funny. <laughs> I, oh, I, I am okay. not. I am not a. I am not a front runner and going to That's go straight the word I was to looking for. Liverpool, Manchester United, Chelsea, um, or Manchester excuse City. Me, sir. Liverpool hasn't won anything either. They, they are. It's like. <laughs> that's like saying I'm going to be a Yankees fan now because it's been so long since they've won something. No, it's true. Listen, I get that. I'm not picking. No, I've said that. this. I am not the picking one won of the a lot more World Series since the Liverpool, since Liverpool's won. I am not. Time. I am not picking a historically great club on purpose, and I'm not picking one of the current best clubs on purpose. And it's the reason why I'm happy to say I I love Crystal Palace. I love that. I love the players. I want them to do well. I hope they I do like well. Too. No, but there's something he's leaving out. Well, he, I he like mentioned the crystals, but I'll mention exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like West Ham. I wish West Ham could be good. I get exactly all the reasons why everyone loves Sean Dyche as that underdog guy. When Burnley was awesome last year, I love that. I want Burnley to be good. I would love for Everton to be good. Look, I'm here. I'm here. I'm watching. He, Scott, he's right here. He's right there. I just want to be part. He just, he just wants to love something. And if I gotta pick a, and if I gotta pick a club, I'm gonna That's, pick, I'm gonna pick a not top club. Luckily enough. for you, it's really easy to remember all their players because they haven't changed in a couple of years. That is very true. Yeah. Interesting uh, stat about them. I think that on the the uh, Premier League preview show here in the United States on NBC Sports Network, sponsor us. What? <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't think that's uh, it. <laughs> someone it was a uh, it was in the match preview. I'm not sure what writer or person it was. It was covering Tottenham, but their net spending, I believe the the figure he gave, their net spending over the last five seasons is 29 million. Shocking. So that's not a lot. That's, that's now their wage bill has increased to keep these guys. Sure, but yeah, that is not that's, that's, a lot of money. But that's what that's what you got to do when you're trying to build a stadium. Yeah. That's exactly that, it. Exactly. That's exactly. Uh, can we just give a little love to Juan Foyth? Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh, uh, no. I guess, no, I, I was so. giving Foyt the business. Can, can I? Um, can I do? Can I help him for a second? No. You guys, do you guys mind if I use our forum to help him out? No. Sure. Yes, you can. But I want to say this before you give him some love. All of a sudden, on the field, I'm like, Ryan, who is Foyt? <laughs> Who's that guy? Yeah. I've never seen that guy. I've never seen his name. I've been following Premier League football for I don't know how long now, and mm -hmm. I don't know who that guy is, and he's starting a match. And the best I could say is I think I remember seeing him play over the summer a couple times. In a segment we like to call, what the hell, <laughs> who's Foyt? Look, Foyt! He's from Argentina. He's, he was a under-20 stud for Argentina. Let me Argentina. tell you who wasn't a stud today. Poor guy got... Ripped to shreds. Yeah. Um, 
ripped well, to shreds. This is where I want to help him took, out. It took a while, but it was yeah. his first Premier League match. I, I, I want it, Juan. If you're listening, I want to, I want to tell you about something that that's that's true in football. When you commit a foul inside that big box. <laughs> In front of your goalkeeper. No, no, no. Not the little one. The big one. Okay. Then the referee has to point to the spot, also known as the penalty spot. And, and you get a free kick. And the other team gets to free kick a penalty kick when you do that. So, Juan, oh my God. stop committing those fouls inside that big box. Okay? Uh, listen, it's not Foyt's fault. Pochettino, what are you doing? I'm su- well, listen. It's, if, it's, if Sanchez is good enough to come in, he's good enough to start. It, that's what I mean. I, I'm, I mean... Good on him for giving a young player an opportunity. I'm surprised that start the, him at I, home. I'm surprised. Right? I'm su- start him on the road. Road at Wolves. What Listen, you doing? I mean, this do is you trust your guy or not? Wolves. It's I Foyt. Mean, I know, and I, I I'm I'm saying I'm surprised that the the seven, the Davinson Sanchez substitution didn't happen after the first penalty was conceded. That I'm I feel like that should have happened. It However, yeah. trust is. Uh, Trust is one, one, some kind of drug. And uh, it led to big returns for Raul Jimenez. 12 yep. points. on. Obviously, Neves also scored here and seven points in this So match. weird. Not often you see, without missing, two different penalty takers. Uh, another match in which there was a wrongly disallowed goal. Yes. Uh, at the end of the first half, Jimenez would have had an even bigger match here had they uh, not called uh, wrongly called Doherty. Offside, offside, that's correct. Who would have assisted Jimenez's goal at that point? Uh, like Is I said, that the there, like I, match this like weekend, I said, the VAR would have changed. It was a bunch. Like I said, even at that point, though, you, when you see the replay and that freeze frame that gives everyone that's sitting at home the benefit of the of a freeze frame of when the ball is kicked. I mean, the referees don't get to see that freeze frame? It looked. In real I mean, time? It, at that point, yes, you can see that he was on side whenever the ball was, when he, you know, the original release. However, it was so fast to where it looked like he was two yards offside. Yeah. I completely understand why the, why the call was made. However, does not change the fact of the matter. So you're looking at instead would have been 2-1 going into halftime. In a match that Tottenham had dominated. All right, let's get on to some fantasy stuff. Three weeks in a row, no scoring returns for Dar- for Brian. How do I say it? Doherty. 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 Doherty? Yeah, Doherty. Three weeks in a row. Why, you want to know how to say it or something? No scoring returns. Shouldn't a Doherty owner be concerned? Were you playing him in this match? I did. I did play him, but I didn't you have any him options. In? Look. There, this I, this I strictly, couple this couple of matches is exactly when you say no, he's not worth. I like, I don't I don't think he's worth playing. You're disappointed if you're played him and you watch this match and watched him get a, an assist taken off the board. I was hoping to get a scoring returns, not necessarily a clean sheet. I think last week you're disappointed playing away to Brighton and they lose one nil. Yes, that was dumb. Yes, because right. it shouldn't have been one. It shouldn't have been one nil. And again, Doherty should have had a goal in that match. He is continually getting in scoring positions. I'm going to continue to own him because score, he's going to continue Look, to they play, scoring results. They play Arsenal. They play at Arsenal next week. You're not playing. You're not playing Wolves defenders at Arsenal next week. No, unless you have no other options. You're not playing Rui Patricio next week unless you have no better options. Patricio was so. Patricio has been awesome all season. He's he's had the best saves after Arsenal after the international break. 
Wolves play at or home to Huddersfield and then at Cardiff. Yeah, I want my so, Wolves guys for both those. That's what you're holding your. That's what you bought him for. Yeah, Doherty had a shot here. You saw what kind of attacking threat he is. Yes, uh, the guy's getting forward as much as anyone on the anyone on the pitch. He's he's definitely in more in more involved going forward than most of the midfielders. So. Just because of the position where he and Johnny are playing on the left and right side, that he's just he is just vital to their attack going forward. So no, I I have I'm not concerned at all about holding on to him for one more tough match in which I wasn't going to play him anyway. Is Kieran Trippier the best own on the Spurs team currently? At six point three, he continues to produce his last five matches, eleven, seven, six, two, and four. He got an assist in this match, even though obviously he didn't get a clean sheet. Yeah, I think he is. You think? I I might even go so far as to say he's the only spur you should own. At at the moment. At the very I moment. I mean, is this are, gonna... are you waiting for Harry Kane to be ownable? Yeah, but he's gonna. Have everyone to... is. Is this goal though going to spark something? Do you think for Kane? Yeah. Well, they need to get through. So look, I I said it a few weeks ago. I think. This isn't a me podcast, but I said a few weeks ago what I, what I, they they play like what they play fourteen matches in fourteen days or something insane like that. That's not possible. Crazy. What I'm saying is they play a lot of matches in a very short span of time, yes. and it all started with the city match last week. Right. So they have a, they have a ton. Next week, Crystal at Crystal Palace. I stand by it. Selhurst Park is magic. It's not an easy place to go play. I'm not counting on Spurs losing that game. Like they easily could. They might draw it. Could easily draw, like Arsenal found out. Yeah. But then they have to play after the international break, they play home to Chelsea and then at Arsenal. So they still have a run here just in Premier League matches of tough it's tough. I mean, this is tough. And then you've then you're adding in the piled on, you know, Champions League, you've got you know all the cup, the extra matches that they have here sprinkled in. But look at look at their matches starting on December fifth. From the time they get to the, that second match week in December, it's pretty smooth sailing for them for quite a while. I would look to into February for Spurs. I'm I wouldn't say Kane's going to do nothing. I mean, obviously he's he's capable any match of doing something. But yeah, eight of ten shots. 80% of the team's shots in a match, that's the Harry Kane. That, that I mean, that's even that's even beyond what I think you expect of, of in-form Harry Kane. Agree. Eight, eight out of ten shots for Spurs. Yeah. So, and by then, too, look, by the end of the international break, you're talking about Christian Eriksen, who's probably played himself into better shape. You're talking about Delhi, who was rested for this match on purpose, despite the fact that he played a full match last week. Pochettino said he needs to get back into shape. He just we, he needs to just we, we need to bring them along slow. The, the the fact that Spurs are fourth, despite all of this nonsense that they have going on, is still amazing. is a pure marvel. I agree. And I cannot. It, it almost looks wrong when you look at the table and say there is no way they're ahead of Arsenal. It I, definitely it does, it feels does not wrong. even feel. It does not feel right at all. Wrong, yeah. Scott, should we have a new segment? Uh, a Spurs moment by Brian. <laughs> well, unofficially, we just did. <laughs> Look, this is not a Spurs podcast. <laughs> You're trying to make it one. 
Bournemouth 1, Manchester United 2, Callum Wilson and Anthony Martial made it interesting throughout, but Marcus Rashford with the late winner for the Red Devils. Jerk. Jerk I'm so head. sick and tired of David Brooks not getting hey. the love that he should be getting. Look, from who? He should be getting love from everyone. Listen, I feel like this match, maybe more than any that happened this week, is a, is a, a really good example of fantasy Premier League points versus real-life performance. Ryan Fraser? Yes. Two David, points. David Brooks. Ryan Brooks and David Fraser. That's not that's true. Perfectly, that's impossible. That's perfectly they were backwards. busy. They Ryan were Fraser, busy. David Brooks, and Paul Pogba. Yeah. All three. And yeah. I might even throw De Gea into that, yeah. into that De Gea's list. De Gea's save on Brooks's back heel was, I mean, Brooks's audacity to attempt it, and then De Gea's save. He saved it. Right. was incredible. I was, my mouth was on the floor. I, I, my jaw, I could not pick it. I could not believe he made that save. Ryan Fraser and David Brooks both had goal scoring opportunities and both had assist opportunities for each other in this match. Yep. and got ended with nothing. Yep. Fraser, think, if Fraser doesn't take that extra touch on his I breakaway, that so true. And, he, and who does he have running to his right? Brooks. Brooks. Brooks was. So, Brooks was wide open. I too. know. Should have should, should have played it over, but he's looking. I mean, he was looking to do what he did a couple well, weeks and, ago and on a breakaway. Brian said, "What is he doing?" I said, "Brian scores are going to score." Listen, yeah. he's looking to score. Frazier and Brooks both finished with nothing. De Gea first time, not the first time, but definitely a performance. Six saves, performance that's like worthy in a way of his price tag, and they still can't keep a clean sheet. Like sh- like Mourinho said, at, didn't he say at halftime of the match? We should be losing five one or five two. His interviews have been so good recently. Right, he so he good. knew he knew what he was looking at. He was looking at cherries who are who are there to win. Cherries, Kate, well, they were playing to win, no doubt. Uh, and then of course Paul Pogba, who not only set up the final goal, you know, it's his it's his dribble that is successful and his cross that ends up bouncing once or twice that gets poked in by Rashford. Pogba gets nothing. David Brooks clears Pogba off the line. Off the line. Actually off the line. Ball a little bit over the line, but not enough. David, if it's not David for David Brooks, Brooks should have gotten some if fantasy it, points. If it's not for David Brooks, Paul Pogba scores that a goal. Yeah. yeah. He scores a goal here. Not An open mention. play goal. Not a not a penalty goal. Thankfully. One that actually happened in the, like going forward. Not to mention their first goal was set up by a 70-yard Pogba run and tackle. To set up their first goal in the match. Yeah, yeah that's dumb. true. Pogba anyway. had a great game. So it's about everything that didn't happen in yeah. this match. Sounds like it. Except Anthony Martial did score again. Hey, that guy. Is this a flash in the pan? Is this a, a 13, 15, 9, and a 10 in his last four matches? Well, you saw the stat like everyone else in the world did. First time in his career, he scored in four straight. Dave... Well, I would guess so. He's only 22-23. How many players ever in their career could ever say they're going to score four in a row? We said it. I said it a couple weeks ago when we were talking about him. This is the first time he's played this many minutes in consecutive matches in years. Right. It's been years since he's played this many minutes, much less scored in this many. So now that he is, what do we think of it? Are you, are you predicting an Anthony Martial goal against Manchester City? No, but it wouldn't surprise me at this point. <laughs> okay. That's good analysis. 
I can't no, argue serious. with it. Look, United's not going to be scared going in there to play Here, City. The the really positive thing for Martial and and Pogba is that they they are so dominant in terms of Manchester United players going forward. The Martial dominated the right portion or the left portion of the 18-yard box. Had I mean, just you know, approaching fifteen touches inside of the eighteen-yard box. Pogba had basically the same thing. I mean, you have you have so much involvement going forward, and the, and both of them, like both of them, are providing for other people. Martial is not selfishly looking to score constantly. Yeah, and the goal was set up nicely. I mean, that's not a goal that's that that. There's no way you look at that goal and say, "Oh, that's not repeatable." Sanchez made a great play. Put in exactly the right spot, and Martial was right where he needed to be. Yeah, that's that is absolutely a repeatable a, a repeatable thing. So no, I just said I mean Lukaku's not in this match, so Lukaku's not even with the team. You gotta love more Mourinho uh, quotes. He said uh, of Lukaku, he felt something that needs to be studied in the next couple of days. Oh yeah, that's always important. Like he's a freaking lab rat. Good job, Jose. Sure, but. I mean, so no Lukaku here. If Lukaku is, I mean, they have ever look. I feel like everyone's gonna. If you're, if you're gonna be cautious, this is the time to be cautious. You have a week before the international break again, so I I can't imagine Lukaku. I'm sure they would love to have inform Lukaku playing against Manchester City, but it's not, it doesn't look like it's well. And they're playing at City next week. You know, Jose's not going to be shy about putting nine guys in the box. Yeah, and just no. defending with a double bus. Yeah, but I don't think that he's got players that are going to want to want to go at him. I mean, those guys look at those city guys and think we are just as good as them. And maybe But they're not. Maybe individually they are, but as a collective unit they're not. If they right? do that, they will now, lose 4-1. I will I would imagine. Uh no, because I think I think they got guys that are going to rough it up. They they got some guys Modric is going to come be having some hard tackles, and Herrera's going to be probably giving some hard... I mean, United's got kind of a team that can kind of rough you up a little bit, and sure. it's a lot bigger team. It wouldn't surprise me, especially, and I want and I want to bring him up here in a second, uh, Marcus Rashford, surprisingly, in limited minutes in the last five weeks, 5-2, five, 5-2, two, five, two, five, is, is uh, cost us a $6.7 billion. Buy him, then. It wouldn't if you love him so much, me. buy him. Rashford will probably play this match. I just feel like City or United can put a, a very tall team out there compared to what City can. And and I you figure, look, if we can have our chances on on some set pieces and um and maybe a few counterattacks, obviously that's probably how they're going to have to try to play this game. You remember if that's, what, the, you if remember? that's the case. Then it's going to come down to referee selection for this match. There's no doubt. Because how this match is called will dictate how the result plays out. I hope it's someone who lets them play. Remember what, what happened? La- remember what happened last April? Whenever Manchester United played Manchester City, did they get de- demolished? No, City the- scored early, it? and then United had an epic comeback to delay City's title play. Oh, that's right. right. Three two. Remember who the goal scorers were? Pogba probably. In Pogba the twice. Pogba brace and Chris Smalling with the game winner. On probably on a set piece. It has to be if it's. Smalling. I don't know if it was or not. I don't care. They won three two. Yeah. I, listen, I. I can't sure. see it's gonna I, be there's I can't like there it's not the same as the the decision over Ross Barkley. To me, if it if you're debating that kind of thing, should I buy Anthony Martial or should I buy Ross Barkley? 
that that's a no-brainer. Martial's in blazing form and has every bit of underlying statistic to go along with it. And he has a place now. So Barkley, he's, I mean, I still feel like there's rotation risk with, with Martial, but not for now. Brian, Richarlison or Martial? That's a hard one. I don't think so. I own Richarlison, but, but Martial. I don't own but, either one, but if I was transferring someone right. out and had to choose between those two guys, I would choose Richarlison. Based on what? Higher ceiling over the course of the rest of the season. Okay. Uh, again, I'm not arguing. I just want to get, get opinion. I, I mean, Martial's in a great place right now, but I feel like if I'm buying him now, I'm probably buying him too late on this hot streak. It's not going to last. It's not sustainable. He's not going to play this well. He's going to go back to the one-one-two that we saw prior to this four-match run. Eventually, sure. And I think, I think, I think Richarlison will probably give me more returns over the course of the rest of the season. All right. Yeah. I mean, keep in I, mind, Martial is at the peak of his game right now. Richarlison is not. He has not peaked yet, and so I think the ceiling is much higher for someone like that. Man, I don't know what you do with someone like Richarlison at six-eight. He's six-point-eight. He's not even seven yet. We haven't got to Everton yet. I know. We'll get to them. I'm just saying. There's a like the consideration. I feel like we talked about it not too long ago. Like uh, so many of those middle class midfielders had kind of cooled a little bit, and now they're not. Now you have multiple options at that you know in that mid price range, and in the lower price range. And yeah, it's a it's a tough decision. And I'm I listen. I am not saying don't buy Martial or that I wouldn't buy him. I think he's an I think he's an amazing price, and I think he's an amazing form. And after Manchester City. A, a good run of matches for Manchester United. So, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not down on him at all. Let's discuss Callum Wilson. Why is it taking us this long to get to him? Josh King. But now Cal- that King Cal- hasn't Wilson. played for the last Cal- couple. Callum Wilson's been unbelievable I am baffled year. by your answer. I ask, why have we not talked about him yet? And you say Josh King. We have talked about Callum Wilson a ton. But also Josh King not was... No, not yet. Josh King, it was another one of those situations we've talked about with Salon Mane. We've talked about... Lacazette and Aubameyang. There was a King and Wilson shared point thing going on until King got hurt. Two weeks ago, going into the match two weeks ago, it was flip a coin. They were the same price. They were both 6.4 going into the match two weeks ago. Oh, and let me add to that. King had 44 points at that time. Wilson had 50. Wasn't that much of a difference. No, and King was in form, and it was a great matchup. So... King that, is hurt, and Wilson's put in 20 points over the last two weeks that, since then. That week is the reason why I was on, you know, I was a bit of uh, uh, in a panic myself because I, I did what Scott could not bring himself to do, which was re-buy Josh King. I'm right. glad I didn't. I know. Guess so, who I brought in this past week? Callum Wilson. Absolutely. Right. right. So, look, so Cal- if I'm saying like this, this up to this point, up until two weeks ago, I think it was a toss-up. Josh King getting hurt, and then getting hurt not enough for Eddie Howe to say he was definitely out. In fact, to say two weeks ago, he should be okay. And then to not play at all. And then this week, thankfully, mercifully, were alerted to it ahead of time that he was not going to be fit for this match. Does Callum my, Wilson is an amazing purchase. Does my answer make a little bit more sense now? No, I no, I get it, but it just was so. We, I guess, because I felt like we already knew he was out, and 
regardless. It doesn't matter. Josh King, Schmosh King. It doesn't <laughs> matter if it's Josh Queen. Callum Wilson <laughs> has been the own for a while. He is second overall in points. His last five weeks, 5-14-1-13-7. There's yeah. a bunch of cries out there that, from people like, oh, sell the cherries. Yeah. Oh, their time's up. Sell the cherries. No. Dave, no, you don't sell the cherries. I bought my second cherry this past week. As you should have. Wilson and Frazier are in my lineup. Frazier's staying in my lineup. Yeah. And uh, and I mean, especially since they're going to Newcastle next uh, week. No doubt. And regardless of Newcastle's result this past weekend, they didn't look much different than how they've looked all season long. So give play me your cherries. Whatever Bournemouth has going, give me a piece of that. Everton 3, Brighton 1. Defender goals from Seamus Coleman and Lewis Dunk offset by a Richarlison brace. Now, we've already talked about Richarlison and how much we love him, Brian. Let's mm-hmm. talk about someone else that you love who also saw a little bit of points here in this match, yeah. Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, not as many. Uh, another one of those guys who was, uh, oh, I would say in the upper, in the upper tier of uh, hot commodities, transfers in. Gilfie's price back up closer. I think he's back up to his season start value, seven and a half. You're glad that you got an assist out of him. His his play there with Richarlison was excellent to set up Richarlison's goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the whole issue with the whole issue with Gilfie up to this point has been he is taking just as many shots. He was just as involved offensively as Richarlison was, and he's on free kicks and, and corners and and he's on penalties. Like even in this match, Richarlison f- has four shots, Gilfie finishes with three. I mean, it's he th- it's been like that for both of them through this run of really good form for both of them. Yes. Now, they go to Chelsea in the upcoming week. Yep. However, I have a two-part question. Yep. The answer to your first question will dictate whether or not I ask my second question. Okay. Would you own both Richarlison and Gilfie right now? I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. You've thought about it. Yeah, I definitely have, especially because, like we saw in the, it's the, the Premier League zone statistic, no one has scored more goals in the past six weeks than Gilfie Sigurdsson. Gilfie sure. Sigurdsson's last five games, his fantasy points, 14, 10, 3, 8, and 5. Yeah, he's been great, but he's higher priced than Richarlison, and that's exactly why when when we've talked about it before, this is this is why I don't know how else to say Richarlison is six point eight. Anyone who did, I mean, I I bought in on him at six six. Is this again the Mane? I waited. Salah. I waited. It's funny how these things are happening in pairs on team among right. teammates. It really is I, same position too. Mm-hmm. I do not. I would not fault anyone for owning Gilfie. I think. First of all, Brighton is the luckiest team. So the fact that they got thrashed here, I am not surprised at all. This should have happened to them. This should have happened to them against Newcastle, and it should have happened to them against Wolves. So sure. 3-1 at Everton is fair because it's about time. Uh, <laughs> no, I cannot fault anybody for owning Gilfie, and I think that over the course of the season, similar to uh, like it would be like James Madison for you. Where James Madison is is new blood, has not played a full Premier League season. You you know you've predicted him to fade. Yeah, and Gilfie has already done this. He's already been here. It's true. He's done it for a full season with Swansea. Richarlison too. 
and Richarlison has done he, it. And he, he had he his fa- fade. And he yeah, faded yeah, last yeah, season exactly. for sure. So I love that Gilfie is uh, in form Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, and but playing I love Richarlison. The, right, and so do I. And I and, and, and you're not going to own Gilfie without Richarlison. That is stupid. For all money. my Gilfie love, it's Richarlison that's actually on my roster. So, right. And I and that's it's a it has it's money. It's yes. all about money. So, so would you uh, down the down the line? Would you go? You probably do. Richarlison, Mane, Lacazette. You do. You do own all three of those, don't I you? I do. I do not own Mane. Okay, but if you were to own Salah or Mane, you'd probably lean Mane. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And and it's and for it's, the same reason, right? Right. But even in even with this, that's why I'm saying. I, my other the other thing I feel like I've said all season long is I I want involved players. I right. want the players who are involved in the, the attack. I want them involved in the not just in are they are they kicking the ball at the net? Are they providing for other people? And that's exactly why. Like Gilfy continues to be, you know, he's he's still in the top 5. I think now he's up to third. Yes. Third in key passes. He has 30 key passes for the season. Only wow. Willian and David Silva have more. It, he's he's doing this constantly throughout an entire match. And then on top of that, we know that he's the penalty taker for Everton. So I think there are going to be plenty of days where it's going to be more of a Gilfy game than it is a Richarlison game. I just would like to remind everyone that Richarlison had his holy crap, this guy's good match against Chelsea last season. So I know it's a tough I know it's definitely a tough match for them coming up. Yeah. But I'm I wouldn't be I wouldn't be hesitant uh to use your attacking players for Everton against Chelsea. Brian, speaking of Brighton's luck, their Brighton defense has had three clean sheets in a row before this match. Ridiculous. Is anything to be thought of that looking into their next few games at Cardiff, Leicester, at Huddersfield, Crystal Palace? Yeah, I mean look. At Cardiff, of course. Is Cardiff going to score a goal? Bobby Reed's probably going to score a goal. Maybe. Not Bobby Reed. It's Brighton away versus Brighton at Brighton home. home is tougher. Right. So Brighton, I said it last week. We went through all the statistics. Brighton away is not nearly as good as Brighton at home. And so that held true against Everton. I don't think it's comparable. I don't think you're comparing. I would, I would never compare Cardiff to Everton. So playing at Cardiff... Yes, it's on the road, but Cardiff stinks. So sure, are but they, Cardiff are, plays high-scoring matches. It it seems sometimes, right? I mean, I mean, obviously they have not capability of that, but they also, I mean, they played they played Tottenham to one nil. They and there were the a Arsenal man down. match was three two. The Fulham match was four two. Right, one result went their way, one didn't. And I think they are capable of just like any other team of putting. 10 men behind the ball. I don't know that they're necessarily yeah. going to do that against Brighton because I don't, I don't think know. Brighton is nearly as big of a threat since Brighton can't seem to score more than a goal per match. Cardiff has to get a result in yes. this match. They yes. just do. Not getting one against Leicester this weekend makes that even more of the case. I wouldn't... I Nil-nil. This Cardiff-Brighton match has nil-nil written all over it. Hey, shoot, we don't need to move on without mentioning Glenn Murray. Only because a lot of people own him. And his price is a six point six. He's on. He's on his way up. Six point six. More people are buying him. Murray in his last five matches: one nine, one seven, and two. It's not great, but it's not bad. 
No, he's gonna he's gonna get a goal here and there. I just think, like we said before, I just think his conversion rate, his goal conversion rate, is ridiculous. Like a bunch of players that seem to be doing that this, this season so he, far. Who does he think he is, Aubameyang? He's, he's got about the same. He's got about the same on-target conversion rate that Aubameyang does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I just feel like could he keep doing it? I guess. He's putting. Old. I mean, that's the thing. He's. It's not because he's putting himself in the position to do that. So, yeah. I mean, I just. I. I feel like there are better people than him, uh, for for what you can get for that money. But yeah, definitely for schedule, you're hardly going to get a better schedule than what Brighton has in the next in the next six weeks. But again, Glenn Murray is not prolific in the first place. In the second place, he's not prolific on the road in particular. Fair so enough. I like that. They assessment. still have a bunch. They still have three of their next five on the road. Fair enough. West Ham four, Burnley two. Marco and Chicharito are upstaged by a Felipe Anderson brace. That's well, a big question. You buying Felipe Anderson? No. Six point eight. It's expensive. I'm not. It is I? Richarlison. No. It's, so that's over exactly Felipe Anderson. Point, you nailed it. Now. Here's the thing. There might be some people out there, that are some Salah owners, that, that want to have another 6.8 guy other than Richarlison in their lineups. That's very possible. I, I need to see a little bit more. But the hammer schedule is great. Felipe Anderson, Felipe. his credit, has been coming on. I think As you're chasing points. Kind of, kind of I know he's got a 10 back in game week seven. He had a 13 in this game week here. I think you're chasing points to buy him after I'm not, this 13. I'm not adding him, but I'm keeping my eye on him. Dave, ever since you made your uh, center back recommendation, uh, obviously Balbuena scored last week. Yes. But a couple of matches where if you're looking at it from a defensive perspective, not worthwhile yet. Yeah, I was disappointed this match. They should have gotten it. I can't remember how the Leicester goal happened. It, it seemed like it was late in the game, like Burnley. an 89th minute goal. So, like, it's going to happen. The We're talking about West Ham fantastic. and Burnley, right? West Ham's got some mojo going. It's going to happen. No, yeah, he referenced Leicester as if they played last week. but Oh, oh, Two weeks oh ago. Wait, yes. Two weeks oh, ago, yes. Leicester. Okay, match. I was thinking... I, I was Obviously, Burnley this week. week. Yeah, yeah. So no, they did. Yeah, West Ham should have clean sheeted Leicester City. Yes, is the what 89th in DD goal, I think, or something like that yeah, on so. a deflection. Now, listen, we said it before. The schedule for West Ham stays playable at minimum for a long time. So yeah. either the schedule matters or it doesn't. I get like I get like show me the money on the back line, and especially on because I bought Fab- Fabianski this week. I put him in. I put him in right away. Yeah, I don't love that they conceded twice to Burnley, but especially since Burnley only took six total shots. Well, you should have known one was probably going to come from your boy Goodmanson. Goodmanson's still because good. because you love Goodmanson's every still, Goodmanson's still really good. No, listen, it's still it's still an excellent schedule, and I I mean I just remember back to when they played. I remember when they played Chelsea. What was it like sixteen or seventeen nil? Chelsea scored like they, all they did was like a machine gun kicking a ball into the net. I think that's that isn't was, that wasn't that what happened in the match? And Chelsea, what, and Chelsea wasn't even playing with their strongest lineup. I think they had their under their U18s out there. <laughs> right, sure. Oh no, I was wrong. It was nil nil right. against Chelsea. That's right. I mean, I don't know what else you want from them than to get a clean sheet, and probably in that match deserved a one a one nil victory. 
So yeah, I know that's back there, but they've had they've had this multiple times. They gave up that fluky last second to Dama Traore goal to Wolves and lost one nil. Yep. So it's happened multiple times to them this season. Burnley decided to kick it up into third gear or whatever for this match and put two in the net. So I still back to West Ham defense. Absolutely. And um, I think people will be very happy with themselves buying one of them going forward. Well, only thing I want to say about Burnley. Yep. Ryan, I just mentioned him a minute ago. Goodmanson at a 6.0. Uh-huh. His last five matches, 13, 7, 2, 1, 7. Mm-hmm. Not many guys are going to have a better three five-game stretch than that. Not for $6 or not. No. Uh, Goodmanson. He continues to stay on the no. radar. Brian, you mentioned him six weeks ago in your different yeah, a long column. time ago. It's been a while on Goodmanson. Uh, I said last week the slightest bit of concern, I suppose, because Robbie Brady's back. Robbie Brady could be taking some of those free kick responsibilities, some of their corners, stuff like that. Robbie Brady gets an assist here. I mean, Robbie Brady's corner is, you know, Chris Wood puts Robbie Brady's corner in for the goal. So Robbie Brady, you know, if he's back and can play himself back into form, he was excellent for Burnley before his injury sure. last season. So yep. I don't hate I don't hate either of those guys. Of course, I would prefer Goodmanson just because I talked about him forever ago. But sure. But no, I like I like the fact that he's still involved. Those guys are going to kind of share those responsibilities now. This, so like I said, I still feel like it diminishes a little bit. But he was good here. Cardiff nil, Leicester one. An emotional game. Amari Gray gets the lone goal. I yelled at my TV in this match. I screamed loud. I screamed loud because Vardy, who I had playing, almost captained, mm-hmm. but didn't. I got saved by my Sterling pick. Good for you. But I vice captain Vardy. Okay. Because you always, if you're going to captain a city player, you mm-hmm. better have a good vice captain ready and available. I screamed because Vardy should have scored on a in front of the goal peach of a goal. Yep. And I see Sol Bamba jump in front of the, the goal with his right arm and literally move it towards the ball and deflect it up. Referee doesn't call it, calls a corner kick, and all of a sudden Vardy gets now screwed twice because he'd be taking that penalty. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I just got factored twice in one play. Un- I was livid. Livid. Yeah. Livid. Yeah, it was pretty crazy that that didn't lead to something for Lester. And I'm going to guess that there are tens of thousands of FPL owners who have both Mane and Vardy in yeah. their lineups. Yeah. Wow. Bad week for them. Tens yeah. I would yes. Tens of thousands is a safe guess. <laughs> yes, for oh, sure. Serious, yeah. Yeah, Lee Probert was the uh, referee in this match who missed that. What he didn't miss was Damari Gray ripping off his shirt after the goal was scored what? Uh, in tribute to the uh, Leicester owner who obviously uh, died in the helicopter crash last have, week. Have a sense of your place in this world, referee. No, 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 no. Listen, it's such no. Luke Probert. No, Luke. turn your eye, and and giving a guy a card for that. That's Brian. I'm going to turn my eye to you and tell you that Lee Probert is going to get my fantasy half point this okay. week. Okay. Because negative what point. are we? What fantasy are we? Negative point. What makes us a civilized people <laughs> is laws. Is the laws and <laughs> right. rules that we follow. Regardless of circumstances. Yeah, I get it. I mean, he, he, it, look, 
It's it like, sucks. It's the same as Rashford running into the corner. Of did the, you see of the, Gray? Of did the, you see the, the Cherry Stadium? Did you see though that there's a camera angle as soon as Gray ripped off his shirt where Probert was facing the camera and he made this face and you could tell he was like, "Oh, really? Yeah. I'm gonna have to do this." Yeah, and he did. And I and that's just that's a stand up thing for him to do. Obviously, he got heavily booed. No, no, I totally get it. But but it's that it's that decision by Probert carrying out what was obviously a a break in the rules. Yeah, tearing off his shirt in the celebration to Mario Gray. It, it's it's Probert showing Gray the card, even in that circumstance. That, that that's what makes us a great people, Dave. No. No, honestly, no one would have faulted him. He's not going to go again and get punished by his head referee. Oh, uh, yes, he would. He's not going to give 100% a card for he this. One hundred percent, he way. would. No, he way. wouldn't be on a Premier League match if he doesn't give a card for that. No way. I'm. I guarantee, game week twelve, he'd be on a championship. All match. you have to do is say, "I didn't see it." <laughs> That's all I, have to say, I, Brian. I didn't see the hey, goal scorers. Hey, I cannot award that penalty if I didn't see it. It happens all the time. I couldn't award that card. I didn't see it. I mean, he didn't see Soul Bamba use his arm. And the Ex- and my <laughs> point exactly. And the, I can't. No, no, no. He told. I think, and I don't know this because I'm not an expert lip reader. I think he told. Oh no. What one of the Leicester players? I think he told Jamie Vardy. I can't give it because I didn't see it. Now, in fairness to him, if he didn't see it, he truly can't give it. Therefore, I'm just saying. Look, if you didn't if you didn't see the guy rip the shirt off, just say I didn't see it. The, the undershirts were basically the same color as the, yes, they were. the outer shirts. So. Don't yes, defend they this. Don't no, defend hey, this. Hey, those lesser kits are pretty pretty spot on. Oh, they're too. nice. Hey, by the way, if he didn't see it, that's all the more reason why in 2018 every goal scoring opportunity should be reviewed through VAR. I mean, hello, bring us into the 21st century Premier League. Come on. This is ridiculous. These, like, people are hired and fired based on the results in these matches. And it's not like there's a ton of goals to go around in this sport to help to overcome bad calls. Bring technology into the game and let's at least get the important calls right. And you know what? I realized something, Dave. I realized something. Tell me. In the World Cup, was it a little bit annoying to have to wait for all those VAR, you know, screen rectangle shapes with your finger yes. things that referees did? Yeah, it was it a little was. annoying in the moment, but you know what? I would take that back in a heartbeat right now yeah. to get these calls right. Four four games this weekend. Four out of ten games this weekend would have been changed by VAR. And you know what? Those English clubs had the chance to bring it in for these matches this past weekend, for this season. It. They voted against it. It's on them. Yeah, it's I, on them. I agree. I agree 100%. By the way, secondarily, it affected my fantasy lineup, and that bothers <laughs> me too. Yeah, that's true. Vardy should have put away the first kick anyway. But he was, I don't know what he was doing. If I were a striker, which I'm not, I wouldn't aim for a guy's arm. I mean, that's just me. <laughs> I think he should. I think he should have aimed in a different spot. Yeah, sure. Because in that case, uh, then not only does Vardy score the goal, James Madison gets, gets an the assist. assist. I was gonna say Madison's uh, robbed too. He so, gets robbed every week. I know. Well, Madison was still good here. I mean, it's not like he did. It's not like he is uh, not involved. No, but he, your rule is 
three weeks, no returns. You look, and, you look again, and, and this is please four see weeks. his price now compared to last week. James Madison is as sold as anyone else in the entire Premier League, and it's because of the form of Richarlison. It's because of Anthony Martial. It's because of some of these other guys. People are moving on. I would do it, but look, Lester's again, schedule. Leicester's schedule stays unbelievable, especially in the next four weeks. They play Burnley. Uh, other thing, too, for Leicester, they play Burnley next week, but they're the only team in the Premier League that's scored at least once every match. So Leicester City has goals in them. We, I mean, we know that. They're not going to get, I mean, yeah, this isn't great. You don't love one against Cardiff. I loved the one against Cardiff because it was supplied by the man of the match, Ben, ben Shilwell. Yeah, you've been, you're about, a guy. Talk about it about time. You've been you've been twelve. That guy's, that guy's 12, owed you, Brian. He's owed the world. Chilwell, it's owes about you. time. Listen, Ben Chilwell ha- cannot do more. He's been one of the best players for Leicester City all season long, and he has just had no returns. It just has not happened. It hasn't had. It has no bearing on how many crosses and key passes and 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 attempts and the stuff that he's. The, the the stuff that he's actually supplied has been very good. Just hasn't worked. And this time he lays it right on a platter for Damari Gray to put away for the emotional win. I want to bring up Damari Gray just briefly, very briefly. He's healthy again. He's 5.4. Yeah, we talked about him a while ago. The last two games, because there hasn't been a big, you know, because of his injury, he's missed some games. A four and a seven. So some scoring yeah. returns in each of the last two. Is Damari Gray worth... Looking at at a five point four, I mean, yeah, as your fifth guy, you need to save some money. Now, would you rather have Demari Gray or David Brooks? I'd rather have David Brooks. I, I agree. Demari Gray, or we've talked a lot about Will Hughes. I'd rather have Demari Gray. I'd rather or have Will the money. Hughes. What'd you say? I'd rather have the money. That's Will Hughes. Will Hughes is cheaper. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I don't. I mean, Watford's. I mean, does Watford stink? We'll talk about it in a second, but Will Hughes has more points overall yeah. in the season than Demari Gray. Oh, well, but Gray's been hurt, so right. I mean, look, this, look this, this there's another guy in this match that I wanted to bring up just in passing. Brian, you mentioned him. He, I think he might have been in your in your differential column. He's for Cardiff, and I know how silly this sounds. Callum Patterson. I know you uh, put you screamed at my you screamed right in my face last week. I, I was scared of you. I did. I did, and I take it back. Look, he didn't get anything here, but let me tell you, he almost did. He was he was threatening in offsides a couple times. <laughs> no, yeah, his mustache was threatening his everybody. Mustache, his oh my gosh, mustache was mustache. threatening me. Do something with that. He's a 5'2". I just bring him up. No one. I'm not recommending going to own a Cardiff player. Dave, I, if asked, you're you, I mom, asked you about him last week. <laughs> if you're Callum's mom, you own him. I asked you about him last week because he scored in back-to-back matches, and he's cheap, and you said... Get out of my face. Yeah, I should have. Look, I don't get everything right or wrong. I'm just saying maybe I shouldn't have <laughs> gotten in your face. Um, I'm thinking if Callum's mom is listening, go ahead and go to Damari Gray or Will Hughes. I, I would go to David Brooks. Anyway, that's, that's fine, too. Newcastle 1, Watford nil. Iosi Perez with the game winner. And that'll do it for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast this week. A lot of points for Newcastle because of the clean sheet. Yep. The goal. Yep. Dubrovka, maybe an own. I'm still saying yes. 
I'm not. I got to see it a little bit more oh, consistently. Look, Newcastle again, just, yet again, for the millionth time, either a team's schedule matters or it or doesn't. Or it doesn't. I get it. And Newcastle's schedule is very good. How I many? Know. How many people predicted a clean sheet for Newcastle at home against Watford? One of the top 10 teams in the Premier League. Newcastle, again, outshot them. Newcastle, Newcastle beat them here. I'm not saying you're going to get this well, every week. They did, but also it it had a lot to do with uh, the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week Award winner contributing to that fact. Okay. Stefano Okaka. Yeah, dummy. What a miss. I mean, and it was a miss. Look, he's a, he's a league... What's Ryder League Championship? He's a League One owned. <laughs> o- Okaka's playing two two leagues up. He's a okay footballer, but th- I mean, how many how many chances that guy's missed more? If we need to rename the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award, I see no reason right now why we should. Maybe do we that. should look at Stefan Okaka if he's even a- accumulated that many stats. Yeah, he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't, but he had. He had an epic miss in this one, which contributed to the result. And it happened late, too. Yeah. No, uh, listen, it's the same with Yedlin. If I was going to pick a guy in Newcastle for defense, I'm picking Yedlin. Federico Fernandez is in the dream team so far this game week. Wow. With, uh, his, eight, sure, with his eight points. Yeah, I'm sure he would have ended up with a with a, with bonus points. That's what happens in these kinds of matches. Hey, Scott. Yeah. If, you're on, if you were to own Roberto Pereira, Why? I wouldn't. I I'm pretty adamant what do about you, that. What, what do you have to say, Scott, to all the Roberto Pereira owners out there that might be listening to you right now? I'm saying I hope you enjoy owning him for a week or two at the most, because that is about all you're ever going to get from him at a time. Why? He's the streakiest player in the Premier League. Okay. In fact, if there was an award for streaks, it would be named after Roberto Pereira. Oh. I can smell something cooking up right now. Well, don't There's talk about smells and uh, streaks. That's probably Pereira, Pereira finishes with one shot here. I think just a just a subdued Watford attack in general. It's the one shot on target total for Watford here. Yeah, because Okaka's skying the ball up into the air. Yeah, not <laughs> not good. And everybody was on him. Pereira was. Back to back weeks, thanks to the, thanks to those back to back goals, exactly. was one of the That's most purchased get. players. And it's a it's another it's another one of those things where because of the price, so many people can go to him. I'm sure plenty of look James Madison. I'm going to harp on this forever. I I really don't get it. I don't get the sales. If you had the money, you bought especially if you bought Ryan Fraser recently. You're only looking at like a two or you know point two or point three to go from Ryan Fraser to Pereira a couple weeks ago. So, I, look, I I understand lots of people were were buying the goals, and I think we said it a few uh, even after he started his uh, when he scored his one goal. What was everyone looking at in those seven weeks where he had a two or a one? Agree. So I mean, I guess I mean again I think it's one of those. I guess it's a low risk own just because of the of the actual price, but. I don't know. Is it worth mentioning that Isaac Success has played in three straight matches and he's a 4.6? No. Only that Troy Deeney stays hurt, and as long as Troy Deeney is hurt, Isaac Success is getting minutes. So that's it. Hey, Huddersfield Town and Fulham tomorrow night. Scott, you have a player playing in that match, don't you? Yeah, I still own Mitrovic. Why would you sell him? 
I mean, I know that 80,000 owners have, but why sell him before Huddersfield? That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, he's in my lineup. I'm really hoping for a hat trick. It could happen. I'm hoping. I need it. It really <laughs> I needed to rescue my No, week. I get it, man. Sterling <laughs> scored more himself than the rest of the team. Wow. Because he was my captain. That's amazing. So I needed a saving. I needed a Mitrovic hat trick in the city match today. And I got it. Crazy. Hey, we got to the end. We did. Check us out everywhere you can find the phrase fantasy soccer FC. That's right. We are on our own website, yep. which is good. Well, Someone has to be. Sure. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Check us out in all those places. And uh, also uh, look for us in some other places. We'll have some exciting announcements coming soon. We're only looking to expand our reach. We would love to do it faster if we could, but uh, you know, we, we're three dudes with with lives doing this on the side, and uh, and so we're gonna we're gonna provide more ways for people to be able to access us, to be able to uh, contribute to our podcast, yeah. as future success. So stay tuned for future announcements about that. That's very very exciting. Also, when you listen on iTunes and our SoundCloud. Even though if you don't really mean it, just throw us a token, throw us a little bone, throw us a token, throw us a penny in the fountain, uh, and give us a good rating. Again, like I said before, feel free to write a bad review, but just give us a good rating. Hey, for the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.